Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. And happy Valentine's Day. We made it. We love being SLPs and... I bet your day is being filled with lots of candy, hearts, roses, and all that fun stuff. I'm not going to give you low prep therapy ideas for Valentine's Day since you probably maybe already have some ideas and you can probably just pull up some Simon's cat or some pictures or what have you. So instead, we're going to talk all about nonfiction texts and why using nonfiction in speech. Okay, so often we find comfort in utilizing fiction texts and we love our storybooks. But there is a reason why we should be using nonfiction, and that's what we're going to be covering today. Okay, so we want to incorporate more literacy-based activities in our speech sessions. But should we pick fiction or nonfiction? So there is a ton of evidence to back up the reason using nonfiction books. One such piece of evidence is that reading nonfiction helps students develop their background knowledge. We know a lot of our students have a weak background knowledge, and by incorporating nonfiction texts, we can help build their background knowledge which will then in turn help them answer higher level thinking questions in the classroom. And background knowledge becomes more critical in the later elementary years as they begin to read more content-specific textbooks, right? In grades K to three, or really now it's like K to two, they're learning to read and grades three on, they're reading to learn. They're expected to read a textbook and grasp it in order to learn from it. So we can help with that comprehension piece. I've spoken about this over time, that there is a language component of reading and being a successful reader. It's not just the decoding. In order to comprehend, you have to have adequate language, and so background knowledge is a part of that. 
Another benefit of nonfiction reading is the potential to motivate some young children by tapping into their interests. We're always trying to keep them motivated, right? So one way to do that is if they're into sharks, bring a book about sharks. It doesn't need to be a fictional text about a shark. It could be a real-life article about sharks. So where to begin, right? We can find a ton of free articles available online, such as News ELA. Readworks.org has some fiction and nonfiction texts, and you can filter out by nonfiction. I've been loving Tween Tribune. There's another one also, doggonews.com. And I'll have links in the show notes to all of these sites as well. And another thing I like using is Mystery Dog. If you don't want to always be using a text, because I like to change thing up, things up and not always be having my students read. So Mystery Dog is a free website where the videos are three to six minutes long. And he posts a new video every Monday. And all you need is a free login. And if you share the site with five people or something like that, and I shared it with like four of my other email accounts, you get access to the archives. So you can just do his weekly video or you can search the archives for a video that is related to something that they're into or it could be related to a article you found. So you can start with the video and then pair it with article. You can find something that there is just their interest. There's videos on magic and emojis and chocolate and everything under the sun. You can even find ones that are seasonal related to what's going on in the world. So there's just tons of free videos that you can use on there. There's so many goals that you can work on. You can work on listening comprehension, answering WH questions, summarizing. The sky really is the limit. Okay. There are even a ton of short books like storybooks that you can use that are nonfiction that you can take out of the library or uh, add to your collection. Scholastic has a bunch of books like true or false kind of books that are really great and interesting for our students. There's also tons of nonfiction books on Epic Books, the app, which is free. All you need is a school email and you can get an uh, educator account for free. So there's tons of nonfiction there. So there's tons of places that we can go to that does not require us to spend any money or tons of time searching. You can just go on any of these sites like New ELA or going on Mystery Dog or Epic and you can get a nonfiction text. Okay, so what are some goals that we can easily address with nonfiction? We can build vocabulary, right? We're reading about something. We can build the vocabulary of that. You can use the expanding expression tool like the EET, where you can talk about the category, the function, what does it look like, what parts does it have, where do you find it, all that fun stuff. So you can see if you can make a graphic organizer and can they fill in the blanks of all the things they learn about their reading or watching on the topic. You can work on summarizing. It is different than a fictional text. A fictional text I like to use like the somebody wanted but so then. But in a nonfiction text, we need to teach our students how to do it, and what is relevant and not relevant, what they can filter out, what is important and what is not. And I like teaching them the topic. So what is, what in one word, what is the topic? Okay, and what did we learn about that topic? Okay, and what was the author's purpose? Was it to teach? Was it to persuade us? Was can teaching them those kinds of author's purpose type of words and then teaching them to pull out significant related details. So you learned the topic was about Nintendo to just teach us about the history of Nintendo. And I learned that it was created in Japan and yada, 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 and giving like three facts. And that's a summary and you can teach them how to do that. You can even address articulation. 
read about something that is bombarded with their sound. You can answer WH questions. You can ask them higher level thinking questions or predicting type of questions based on the text. You can work on social skills. You can have a debate based on the topic they just read about and so much more. That's why I love basing my lessons around a book, an article, a video, because there's so many different goals. That's perfect for mixed groups, or you can use it with as many groups as possible. Okay, so to sum it up, our students need to be getting experience, not only just with the fictional text, but nonfiction as well. There's tons of evidence that shows that our students can benefit from nonfiction. It can build their background knowledge. Also, it's what they're, they're needing to use in the classroom and the higher grades, and it can also tap into their interests. We need to teach them how to be successful with both type of texts, okay, and how to comprehend it and break it down. You'll find that some of your students do better with fiction and some of your students do better with nonfiction, okay? Some of your students that struggle with perspective taking might do better with nonfiction because there's no characters that they need to get in their head with. But some of your students that have weaker background knowledge might really struggle with nonfiction because they don't have the knowledge of the topic you're talking about. And sometimes I like to take a topic that they do know about to work on some of those higher level thinking skills and show them, wow, and they can really tap into their background knowledge and be successful with that. So again, you can take an article from like News ELA, you can use Mystery Doug, you can do a variety of things, but keep it fun, keep it functional. Don't overthink it, and you can be successful with your students. All right, let's end this episode with a joke. What kind of cake does Frosty like? The kind with a lot of frosting. Ba-dum ching All right, guys, I hope this was the jolt of inspiration that you needed. Make sure you let a fellow SLP know about this podcast. Screenshot it, put it on social media, send them a link, mention it during your speech department meetings. You can have a little powwow conversation all about it and share about your favorite ones. And let me know which is your favorite episode because, hey, this is episode 107 and I'm going to keep on going strong. As you guys keep showing up, I will keep showing up for you. Until next week, happy Valentine's Day and stay out of trouble. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, It would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.